Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. I'm your host, Nancy. Today, we're going to be talking about contract types. This is going to be a multiple part series, so make sure that you click the subscribe button and the notification bell. By doing so, you'll be notified when we release new videos. Our current release schedule is Fridays and Mondays. This is episode number 80. But Welcome back. Obviously, the first step in the process is to review the solicitation and see if one aligns with your business. Once you find a solicitation that matches your business, the next step is to download the solicitation. If you found the solicitation from one of the government websites, for example, federalbusinessopportunities.gov or FBO as it's otherwise known, the next step is to download the solicitation with all supporting documents. This is known as a solicitation package or bid package. Make sure you double check the solicitation number before you start downloading the package from the website. It is very easy to select the wrong solicitation number to download. This is especially true when reviewing Federal Business Opportunities website. If you cannot download the solicitation package, then you need to contact the government representative and request a copy of the package. The government representative's contact information such as name, address, phone number, and email will be listed on the notice. Please make sure that when you ask for the solicitation or bid notice, you ask for all supporting documents, including any amendments that have been issued you will need a complete package before you can start working on your proposal. So let's talk about the types of contracts. When requesting or downloading the solicitation package, you need to be familiar with the type of contracts that the government uses when buying a product or service. Why is this important? Well, the type of contract being used is determined by acquisition and the extent to which the government wished to accept risk to purchase that product or service. More importantly, the contract type will have an impact on the way that you price out your proposal. These contracts reflect the risk involved in contract performance. So what are the three basic categories of contracts? Well, they are fixed price, cost reimbursement, and special situation. Let's talk about the firm fixed price contracts first, shall we? The majority of small businesses will be competing under fixed price contracts. Under fixed price contracts, the final prices are basically determined prior to any work being performed. There are a variety of fixed price contracts. Let's discuss those next. Let's discuss about the firm fixed price. With this type of contract, the price is not adjusted. The contractor must perform the contract at the awarded price and accepts 100% of the profit or loss performed on this type of contract. Now, a firm fixed price with economic adjustment differs a little bit. The price can go up or down based on the occurrence of contractually specified economic contingencies that are clearly outside 
the contractor's control. An example of this would be if you sell memory, computer memory. Computer memory can go up or down based on the market. Now, a fixed price incentive. Profit is adjusted and the final price is figured by a formula that is based on the relationship of the final negotiated cost to the target cost. And lastly, firm fixed price level of effort. A firm fixed price is set for a specified level of effort over a stated time frame. If the level varies beyond the specified thresholds, price may be adjusted. Now you'll see I also left a FAR reference for you. If for those of you that are new, FAR stands for Federal Acquisition Regulation and it's the Bible in government contracting as far as contracting officers are concerned. So you'll see that section 16 of the FAR covers firm fixed price contracts. Now let's move on to cost reimbursement contracts. Cost reimbursement contracts allow for the final price to be determined when the work is finished or at specific interim points during the performance of the contract. On this type of contract, a contractor can legally stop work when all the contract funds have been spent. This type of contract transfers the cost of risk to the government. Like the firm fixed price contracts, there are a variety of types of cost reimbursement contracts. The first one is cost. Under this type of contract, the reimbursement consists of allowable costs. There is not a fee provision. Under cost sharing on this type of contract, an agreed portion of the allowable cost is reimbursable. Cost plus fixed fee. On a contract with this setup, you will be reimbursed for costs incurred and a fee adjusted by a formula based on the allowable cost to the target cost. And lastly, cost plus award fee. You will be reimbursed for the allowable cost incurred and a two-part fee, a fixed amount and an award amount based on the evaluation of the quality of the contract performance. Special situation contracts include time and materials. You will be paid direct labor hours extended at a fixed hourly rate, which generally includes direct labor costs plus in, indirect expenses and profits. Material costs are reimbursed at actual costs plus a handling charge. Labor hour. You will be paid for direct labor hours expended at a fixed hourly rate. Usually the labor hour will include cost and profit. Or you have definite quantity. The contract will specify the quanti quantity to be purchased plus the delivery schedule is flexible. Payment is made on some sort of fixed price basis. And lastly, requirements. Actual delivery schedules and quantities are flexible during the contract period. Your payment will be based on a predetermined fixed price basis. Now there's special bidding techniques and we're going to talk about two of them that the government is using and that all small businesses really need to be aware of. The first one is the auction. This technique is where the bidding continues until no competitor is willing to submit a lower bid. This method is also referred to as reverse auction because the government is looking for the lowest price, not the highest price. 
Or there's bundling. This technique is where the government consolidates two or more requirements that were normally bought separately into a one single contract. The support contracts of many military bases, which require a variety of work and disciplines to keep the base operating, are bid this way. If you elect to compete for a bid using the auction method, you need to spend time researching and preparing so that you can perform the contract at the price you offered. Many Department of Logistics Agency supply contracts are fulfilled using this technique. Warning, don't get caught up in the auction habit of bidding too low, receiving the contract, and then you're not able to perform the contract. Also, take special care when reviewing bundled contracts. There may be requirements included in the solicitation that cover items that a small business may not be able to perform or manage. It is wise to be very cautious if you like to participate in these bidding techniques. Well, this is the end of this episode. Next time, we're going to talk about understanding government terminology. Remember to subscribe, click the notification bell so that you're notified when we release new content. Also, do me a favor and leave a comment. Until next time, as always, be safe.